Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 20. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, thank you for the middle of this week. Thank you for, as we reflect on this text and uh, this passage and the end of this series as well, uh, we thank you for the opportunities to reflect on our relationships, our marriages, our parenting, and all that you've called us to. And uh, we ask God that as we uh, grow in this and as we're challenged in this, may we understand what we're called to as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am reading 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 through 20 from the New Testament for Everyone, the NTE. Subheading, what is the body for? Everything is lawful for me, but not everything is helpful. Everything is lawful for me, but I'm not going to let anything give me orders. Food for the stomach and stomach for food, and God will will destroy the one and the other. But the body is not meant for immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. What's more, God raised the Lord... And he will raise us too through his power. Don't you know that your bodies are members of the Messiah? Shall I then take the members of the Messiah and make them members of a prostitute? Of course not. Or don't you know that anyone who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? The two shall become one flesh. That's what it says. But the one who joins himself to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Run away from immorality. Every sin that it's possible for someone to commit happens outside the body, but immorality involves sinning against your own body. Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, the Spirit God gave you, so that you don't belong to yourselves? You were quite an expensive purchase, so glorify God in your body. I like that last sentence. The last verse, verse twenty. You're yeah. quite expensive. Quite an expensive purchase. So glorify God. Yeah, in your I body. think thinking of yourself as being valuable is good. Yes, it is good. It's good. It's good text. Uh, so here's the question for today, uh, middle of the week, and uh, interesting uh, take on this question here. And uh, good day to walk. Read that as well. What if we're fleeing? What? Sorry. What if fleeing really is the best thing to do? What if it's better to be embarrassed or look foolish than it is to get caught off guard because we think I can handle this? Hmm, I feel like this is referring to something very specific. Yes, <laughs> so uh, if you, like Joseph. So suppose <laughs> you're in a situation where you need to just dash because uh, yes. something's going down. Well, and it would be and, embarrassing to do this. Remember we were talking about this early in the week. We were talking about the idea I mean, of I'm trying to think of a situation where... Whatever I'm thinking, it was not something I can actually say out loud, but go ahead. <laughs> what were we talking about earlier in the week? Well, we were talking about, you know, how uh, this text kind of leads you into that space where you're like, well, should I, there was one version, I think it was the ESV and the N, and what was it, the NLT, and one of them was avoid and one was flee. Mm, yeah, yeah. And so there's this this idea. Uh, what is what is Paul really should calling you? This? Yeah, Do are you, you going to just avoid, or should you really flee? And well, I'm thinking here's the situation: you're walking down the street, and <laughs> it's it's a dark street, and you're in an alley, and a prostitute sidles <laughs> up to you, <laughs> right? Okay, and is like, "Hey there," uh-huh. and um, yeah. then what are you supposed to do? I think definitely. I think flee. I think flee. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think avoid with one eye. But I can't think of eye. any other situation. I think avoid with one eye closed. I, I think uh, I would just uh, avoid. I'd be like, hey, what's up? And, you know. That's not a void. Hey, what's up? Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not tempted by a prostitute. I could sit there and just be like, hey, how are you doing? You shouldn't be here alone in this alley. This is very dangerous, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, is there something I can do for you? Could I take you somewhere safe? Is that what could I help release you from your life? And that's of, what you'd be saying to a male prostitute. Oh, that's listen, I'm not talking about a male prostitute. Well, male prostitutes don't sidle up to women in alleys and say, Hey, what's up? I, I don't think. I mean, how would I know? Jeez. <laughs> Well, I think I think I mean the interesting thing about this question is that uh, I think that there are things that uh, it is sometimes we allow ourselves to be in situations where it is embarrassing for us to to step away from them. Yeah, and we would rather just kind of like say we're strong enough to to just kind of deal with it. And, and part but of it I think like, often we are though. I think often you can handle things. Yeah. You don't always have to to do a big freak out. No, no, it's true. Um, but I mean, there are there are things that you can handle, and then there are things that you can't handle, and things that people do fail on. Yes, and so, I agree with that. And so that. then, the open accountability that some people have with with friends or with each other to be able to deal with. And I'm not just talking about you know sexual things that are going on, but just anything that's going on in their life with any temptation. Um, is that uh, you? You do need help in some places. With, yeah. with other things. Well, and I mean, so, you kind of have to be the judge of that. Yeah, and so th- there are there are. Don't place yourself in a situation that's difficult. So if you if you have a problem with then again, how are you ever supposed to well if become you, a strong person if you never place yourself in a situation that's difficult? You know, like I know some very conservative religious people um, have an idea that men and women should never interact at all. They should, unless you're a relative, you're not supposed to I speak think that's a really good or talk. Idea. Now, I, th- I have thought that a lot of these things, it's really not trusting yourself at all. Well, like, I like to think a person can trust themselves a little bit. You know when we talked about this earlier in the week, the, you know, why people give some advice um, and whether that advice is actually for you or it's actually for something they're going through. Yeah. Clearly, that's like something that somebody's going through, right? That mm-hmm. they've got like a, a hang up that they don't know whether they can trust themselves or deal with that and so so most things they like, have to I address i do with think that. that men and women should be able to be in mixed company without it being a big deal well yes i think that's desirable not and for all people though well what if what if most somebody, people well they need somebody, to get over that well they they have a psychological seven, problem exactly if they cannot easier ever be for some of them amongst anyone without i don't mm, know i know i know Committing some kind of sexual harassment or whatever. I mean, come on. Therefore, they need to go get some real help. Well, yeah. But I don't think that that's the counsel then for them to go and say that nobody can do this, right? Right. That's exactly it. And so I think that's the key. I, but I, I wonder, I mean, that's an interesting idea. Should we avoid, should we place ourselves in a situation that we have not been able to overcome because we're trying to become stronger? Is that, uh, an interesting method? So like, I mean, I am, that's what you I'm would do alcoholic. in every other situation. I'm an alcoholic, and, uh, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go visit every bar until I can, like, overcome that, and I'm going to sit there and... I don't know about alcoholism, per se, because well, I don't have that issue, and I haven't spent so, a lot of time looking into it. But I think often we do believe that we should be able to develop some strength toward resisting certain things, not just not being in the presence of them. That like you can avoid eating a donut 
even if it's sitting in front of you, like you can make a choice about what you want to do and what you don't want to do. I think there's, I think there is some wisdom. I think there's some wisdom about avoiding, uh, about avoiding sin, about avoiding temptation, sorry. Um, and taking yourself out of a situation. I don't think that's actually a sign of weakness. Mm. I think that's actually a sign of strength. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I don't necessarily think it's a sign of weakness. I think it's. I, I just th- think I don't know. It ends up feeling gendered and kind of um, like it ends up hurting women in the long run. I'm thinking oh, a few years ago. Well, mean? we had a person come to our church who wrote an article and talked about how all the women who'd spoken were dressed in a way that caused him to not be able to look at them. Like he had to look at his, oh, his own yeah. lap the mm. entire time. And I went back yeah, I and looked that. at a group photo of these women who mm. most of them were over the age of 40. Okay. For one thing. And they were not dressed inappropriately. There was nothing sexual about the way that they looked or the way that they presented themselves or the content they were preaching about Jesus. So it wasn't it just felt like, okay, this person clearly has a problem and wants to make it women's problem, that women therefore cannot do things because he is okay. too aroused by this or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I just feel like it's one of those bogus arguments that's used to keep women in their place. And, and how does this relate to the fleeing? Is yes. what you're wondering. Well, did you um, help me connect that dot again? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like a person that, that it's kind of an overreaction, maybe is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yes, that I think that when you're talking about fleeing or talking about, oh, we can't have these women up there or anything, there has to be this complete blackout because you can't find a way to deal with your stuff. Okay, so. So there has to be this big overreaction, and I don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I see, I see the connection that you're saying there where, where we have to be careful about the overreaction and that kind of stuff. Yes. However, however, I would say to that individual that if that is their hang-up, which actually I did say to that individual, <clears> if <throat> that is their hang-up, that they cannot deal with that, don't come. Don't, yeah, don't that's visit. true. They, they could flee. Flee. They could Do not come to church. If you cannot, if you cannot see... If you cannot see uh, <laughs> Fled. <laughs> if you cannot like, see a single, a single person, a single female person anywhere in the church building, don't come to church. It's okay. It's all right. No matter what age you are, it's fine. It's it's fine. Don't come until you go see a therapist about that and work out your uh, major issues. And and so I think that that's uh, important for them to address that. But uh, if they said now, which they were trying to say, that we should remove women from that, that's where it's uh, it's going. You know, it's the extreme area. Oh, and I guess like this that. person chose to be embarrassed and look foolish too. At least from my point of view. <laughs> That was definitely how that appeared yeah. to me from where yeah. I was yeah. standing. But oh man, uh, well, are we way, way over time? Way I, time. Sorry. I spoke too much. Oh, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. And I got distracted. I did not flee in time. All right, <laughs> so let me uh, let me uh, let that be a lesson. Yes. The question is here: What if fleeing really is the best thing to do? What if it's the what if it's better to be embarrassed or look foolish? Then it's then it is to get caught off guard because we think I can handle this. Uh, Think about that, talk about it with your friends, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.